you're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Thanks for joining us on American RVer. Since our Friends Across America segment is so popular, we thought we'd bring you a group friend segment and then a friend segment with vendors Gary and Linda Becker. It should be a lot of fun, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of American RVer. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. It's a beautiful spring day in Texas. And we're gathered with a bunch of friends because you know as an RVer, that's what you do when it's nice outside in whatever part of country you're in. So we're going to do a group interview today and we're going to find out a little bit about the friends that we've met this week and uh, see what they have to say about their RV experience. Okay, first up is Debbie Trammell. Debbie, you're from Pennsylvania, is that right? Yes. You can hold the microphone right up. Mouth. How long yes. have you guys been full-timing? We've been full-timing for four and a half years. And what's the best part of full-timing for you? The best part of full-timing for me is meeting new people and the scenery of the backyard or the yard changing on a daily basis. It's just great and seeing new things and it's just wonderful. I love it. Now between you and Tom, have you come up with a favorite place? We have several Okay, hold that up to your mouth, Tom. In the summertime, we like to go to the Black Hills. We have a couple ATVs out there. We go trail riding. We don't really race around, but we putt-putt through all the trails. There's about 7,000 miles of trails there. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of fun, and that's a great part of the country, too, South Dakota. It is. Beautiful weather in the, in the summer. Highs only in the 80s or so, low 80s. About as hot as it gets, so it's very comfortable. Right, and then in the winter time, where do you go when you're not in South Dakota? We go to Florida. We have a lot for our RV down there, and we'll spend the winter months uh, near Crystal River, Florida. It's a nature coast area. Do they have uh, manatees there? Yes, they do, and we see them in the wild all the time, right near our park. And do you find that your family comes to visit you there, gets out of the cold weather too? A little bit, not too much though. They're all tied up in that work environment. Oh we, yeah. That we gave up a couple years it's ago. It's that four letter word. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. See, some of us are still doing that, but that's okay. Uh, Tom, let's pass the microphone over to Gail. Gail, thanks for being a part of the show today. Now you guys are relatively new to full timing. We've been at it for a little more than a year and a half. A year and a half, so really you are pretty new to yes, full timing. So do you still feel like you're on vacation? Oh no, no. This is, this is life as it is now. And have you found time to visit family and friends as you've traveled, or are you mainly concentrating on locations, places you want to see? We, a little bit of both, mostly locations. And, and the nice thing about it is that our two grown daughters get to visit us and get to see, we fly them in to, to get to see us, and they get to see parts of the country that they normally wouldn't have been able to see. Mm -hmm. they've, they've flown to see us in Florida, near New York City, um, South Padre Island, down here in the hill country of Texas. They're going to spend uh, time with us in Yellowstone over 4th of July. 
It's been great. Yeah, so it's been great. from talking to you earlier, I understand you guys, Joel and, and Gail, you've been kind of Mississippi and East? Yes. As far as your travels so far? We, in the first, what, 13 months of full timing, we visited, I think, 32 states. You made we some tracks. A lot of ground. You sure did. Joel, what do you like best about full timing? Just being out and seeing the U.S. of A. I didn't realize there were so many things to see and, uh, and learn, and learn about the history of the country. It's been great. Yeah, and I'm excited for you guys when you start heading west and you get to see Yellowstone and some of those other places, the natural beauty of the west coast. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're really looking forward to seeing the west coast. That's about the only states, the far west, that we've never been in at one time or another, uh, meaning now before we got our motorhome. But now we're, we're going to get to take the motorhome in and see, uh, see the nation, so we can't wait. Now, have you used several different motorhomes, or is this the first one you've ever had? Our first uh, motorhome, whatever you want to call it, we've never owned anything camping-wise until we bought our motorhome. We kind of jumped off the deep end, as some people say. Yeah, you really did, both feet forward. Any regrets? None at all. <laughs> no, none at all. And I, you, you travel with a pet. How does that work out for you when you want to go visit and do tourist-type items? You know, it's like anything. It, Rudy forces us, our dog Rudy, he forces us to maybe not be gone as long as we would like to sometimes, but there's still times we've been gone 10, 12 hours, and he's fine. Other than that, he's, he's done great. He's done much better than I would have thought. Uh, but he does restrict us in some ways. But I wouldn't, trade, I wouldn't trade him to get that freedom yeah, right now. Yeah, I understand. Any advice for someone who might be thinking about going full-time? Yeah, don't, don't wait. If you can do it, go do it. Don't, don't think that, well, tomorrow I'll have an extra X amount of dollars because tomorrow may not be there. Enjoy it while you can and get out there and see, and see what's out there. It's yeah. beautiful. The people and the country can't yeah. beat it. I hear you. Okay, let's move on over to Bill and Gail. Now we're going to switch gears just a little bit because Bonnie, Gail's over here, everybody. This is Bonnie. Um, you guys, you know, don't live full time in your RV, but you live in your RV when you're in the U.S. And yet you've chosen to have a residence outside of the U.S. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we, we live in San Miguel Allende, Mexico. It's about 600 miles south of the border. We basically moved there for the lower cost of living and the wonderful climate. The temperatures are very reasonable all year long. The humidity is nice and low, um, and it's just an excellent place to uh, just to spend all year. Really, is it more desert-like, or is it more like uh, the hills of Texas? We'll say it's very similar to Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's almost the same elevation. We're at 6,500 feet and. Santa Fe is very similar and the terrain is is rolling with uh, cactuses and they have junipers in Mex in uh, Santa Fe but we have uh, some it's not a juniper I don't know what it is but it's similar looking bush and we have a few small trees but we don't have the real tall trees like what they have up here and are area. you in like a development that's mostly Americans or English speaking people or are you right in a city with other Mexican uh, natives? We're about a 10 to 15 minute drive from downtown in the city on the Hardeen and 
We live um, in a uh, community called Rancho Los Labradores, which is a lot of Canadians and a lot of Americans. Uh, recently, since the financial uh, turned down a couple of years ago, there's been a lot of Mexicans buying lots in there too. So it's a pretty good mix, uh, a good variety of people. Um, it's a real nice gated community, so we feel very secure. And, that was going to be my next question. You know, a lot of people are talking about Mexico and there's drug lords and danger and guns and you have to be very careful as a tourist going to Mexico. Do you feel any of that when you go? Well, the only concern that we've had, basically, we haven't seen anything as of so, so far, but is along the borders. That's where most of the violence happens. So when we drive, and, and we do, uh, we are kind of very alert for the first two or three hours till we get south of Monterey along the border area and then it's it's pretty much uh, we've never seen any violence south of there although there there has been it's been very little and we haven't seen any of it uh, in our little community it's a little small town about 140 150 thousand people and there's just not much violence there uh, there's your standard small petty theft and then there's car thefts just like you have everywhere but as far as uh, uh, severe violence there hasn't been much that we have seen or, or heard, mm -hmm. of, heard about. Now Bonnie how did you choose Mexico as the place to buy residence? Well we had searched in several places outside the US before we decided on Mexico but we knew once we found it, we would know immediately, and it just happened to be San Miguel because it uh, favored Santa Fe so much. And it was easier getting to visit family because you could drive instead of fly. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't quarantine your dogs, so you could just keep your dogs with you. Like in Panama, they were going to quarantine them for two months. That'd <laughs> so be a I long said, that's not going to gonna work. <laughs> right. So Mexico's been real easy transition with the dogs and everything. So. And how long have y'all lived there? Almost two years. And we do feel very safe when we're traveling. We just don't stay inside San Miguel. We do travel outside of the city to other locations. Um, Guanajuato, which is the capital of the state that we live in, is a beautiful city. You'd think you were in mm. Italy. It's so pretty. Oh. So we travel there, and there's just so many different places to go to that we feel safe traveling to. When you travel in Mexico, you're not with your RV. You're traveling by a car. We're traveling by car, but you still don't feel threatened. Um, you know, the highways are safe. There's a lot of uh, military exposure. You do have checkpoints you go through, but... You know, it's, it's pretty comfortable. I don't feel unsafe. And we do have people that visit us, believe it or not. <laughs> and they were surprised at how comfortable they felt. They didn't feel threatened at all. And do you speak Spanish? Muy poco. <laughs> <laughs> I presume that means just we're, a little bit. Very little, very little. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, this has been such an interesting group this week, and we sure do appreciate you guys taking some time out of your busy RV schedules. <laughs> to chat with us here at American RVer and uh, wish you lots of safe journeys down the road. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. And we'll be right back with more of American RVer. We'll be right back with Gary and Linda Becker after the break.
An RV service facility and dealership should put the customer first. The service riders, office staff, techs, and salespeople must be geared towards making the customer happy and coming up with solutions for any problem. This customer-first attitude is found in the Southeast's best sales and service center, Alliance Coach. Customer service sets Alliance Coach apart from other dealerships. With full-service bays, a customer campground and lounge, reasonable rates, and knowledgeable staff, they guarantee your satisfaction. Experience a different kind of RV service center. Experience Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Hey, welcome back to American RVer. I'm with a couple that does some working on the road. They also live in an RV, and this is Friends Across America. Linda and Gary Becker are here. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me about how you got started RVing. Well, it goes back a pretty good ways, but we had an RV, we did our camping, and then it got to the point that she said it's time to go full time. So it oh. was actually her idea. Really? That's yeah. very unusual. It is, and yeah. uh, I agreed because we didn't own a home. We were just pouring money down the tube, so why not pour it into a an RV. Uh-huh. And, and you picked a fifth wheel instead of a Class A or Class B or Class C. Just kind of how we got started. You know, it. Uh, a lot of people get started in a Class A, a lot of people get started in a travel trailer or a fifth wheel, and I don't know, we just chose the fifth wheel, and that's where we've been ever since. Seem to have more room. Is this your first fifth wheel that actually, you have right now? Actually, it's the th Fourth. Fourth. And this is a DRV. That is correct. correct. Luxury suites, is that what they say? Mobile suites. Yeah. Mobile, Mobile suites. Mobile suites, yes. Yeah. Yes. And very happy to have it. Yeah. It's a very pretty coach. Thank you. It really is. Thank now, you. a lot of times I'm driving down the road and I see pickup trucks pulling these big fifth wheels. Right. What do you drive? <laughs> I have the Freightliner, the FL60, which uh, my biggest concern is any truck can pull them, but not any truck can stop them. Right. And uh -huh. my concern is stopping. And that's how we got with the, uh, the FL. And have you done a lot of traveling in real hilly country or mountainous country? Yes, in last fact, summer. yeah, last summer on our tour of the rallies and all of this, we uh, traveled through 22 states and... Um, 15,000 miles. 15,000 miles, all the way out to Oregon, back through Idaho, and went through four passes in one day that was... Just about enough to enough. <laughs> up and, and down. down. Up and down. <laughs> up and down. <laughs> right. I said, oh gosh, here comes another one. <laughs> but it was fun. And the part of Idaho that we went through was Beautiful some of the prettiest country. country. It really was. That was up by where? Cortelline. Cortelline, yes. Yeah. It Coeur is pretty up there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. But it was uh it was a, a beautiful trip all the way, because we started out of South Texas. Went to Sevierville, Tennessee, and then migrated all the way to Redmond, Oregon for the rally. Do you realize that you've seen more country in one year than most Americans see in their entire lifetime? Without amazing? a doubt. It's amazing. That's the best part about being an RVer. Absolutely. They don't know what they're missing. There's lots of beauty out there, that's for sure. There now, it is. Go ahead. Back to that Freightliner going up and down the mountains. Do you have like multi-stage braking systems on that truck like a lot of the big uh, semi-trucks have? To a certain degree, of course, we have the air brakes and then we have the, um, the exhaust brake on the engine, uh, which helps coming down. But I think the real clue is when you get to the top, you stay in the same gear coming down. And then as you get down and you feel safer and the knuckles mm -hmm. turn flesh color again. Right, because okay. we all know about those drop-offs. Don't talk to Jim about that. Uh -oh, uh -oh. Yeah, he's not a big height fan. Gary isn't either, and I'd be going, oh my gosh, look at this. He'd go, I don't want to. Jim does the same thing. 
I have to learn to contain myself. Uh -huh. Okay, so now tell us why you are traveling 15,000 miles in one year. Go ahead. We're working the rallies. We have a small RV business, GNL RV Specialties, and we have a few specialty items, and we travel around and work different rallies and set up and sell our products and their vendors, and we have a ball. Oh, and it's wonderful people. Uh huh. And gives uh -huh. us a chance to see the country That's right. and pay some of the expenses. Right. Now, how long have you been doing that? Since uh, we hit the road January of 08. 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Our fifth year. Going into our fifth year. But what, what we do out on the road, we did in South Texas before we retired at the different RV parks, putting on seminars about controlling odors and holding tanks. And that's how we got started. We have changed a few products, mm -hmm. but uh, basically that is where we go. What are you selling at the rallies now? Go ahead. I know you've got multiple things. <laughs> we do. We have, have multiple things. things. We have water softeners. We have water filters and canisters. We have a bacteria enzyme product. A wraparound step cover. And um, we try our best to keep everything made in the USA, which is difficult, but we work really hard at oh, it. Oh, that's great. And Good that to hear. is a big factor because it makes a lot of difference. And uh, we have the Smart Light, which is a 12 volt motion detection light that replaces your porch light. Which to some people it's really important, and to us it is, and uh, it's been fun selling them because everybody that has them enjoys them. And Wash Waxall. Right, and Wash Waxall has come to us from a company in San Antonio by the name of Aero Cosmetics. It, uh, it's been one of the most fun things we've ever done. It gives the customer an opportunity to be able to wash and wax the RV without water and without a ladder, and it being, brings big question marks until you explain what's going on. And you got to see it. <laughs> to you have to it. see it to believe it. Yeah, it is. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And it, uh, it's amazing you can pull into a park. And I don't really do it intentionally, but yes, I do to a certain degree. I'll pull it out and get started. And I know there's people watching. There's not all people that are going to come up and ask, but there's always a few. So it's, it's been fun. And there's mm -hmm. three of us or four of us couples that run around and do this during the during the summer months. For that particular product. That product, yes. For that product. Right. And it's fun. Just absolutely fun. And how long do you see yourself living, traveling, working in an RV? Well, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. As long as the man up above gives us the, the energy to do it. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it. It's just, I can't imagine, uh, it's hard to explain the friends that we've made and the people that we know. And uh, they're all good folks. That's they, one they thing really about are. RVing people, they're the best. They really are. There's no other way. I agree. Just full timing is, is wonderful. But it, you, you got to want to, and then some that want to, it doesn't work out. Right. It's close quarters living. <laughs> and you, you got to like have your space other. at times. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like we know when one needs to leave. It's just for a few minutes, you know, just get away. So it now works. how about family? How have they uh, responded to your full time lifestyle? That's we, kind of fun. This, I think they're all for it. They're great. They don't understand it, maybe, but it's hard for them to imagine living all the time. Of course, they have their families, and with you know four, three or four children, I wouldn't want to live in one either. <laughs> so, right, it has have, to be the have, right time and the sure, right place for absolutely. For an, I don't know how they actually feel. They have not said, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> to or your face. Yeah. Uh, to, that's <laughs> what I'm right. saying, to You're our right. face. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. We don't know, but the, they approve, they go along with it, and uh, what they think 
We don't we'll know. never know. And do you find that you get to see family more now than you ever did when you were stationary? Probably oh. some, yeah. But it's hard to say because the kids and the grandkids are in Texas and Oklahoma. Okay. And then once we leave here, then we make trips back through, of course. And right. once the, the grandkids get big enough, we hope to take, you know, a couple of them at a time. Yeah, don't get the whole slew. Oh, That'd no. really be uncomfortable. Okay, well, listen, thanks for joining me. And uh, we appreciate you being here. And good luck as you travel down the road. And I'm sure we'll see you at a rally. Oh, sure, we hope. sounds we good. Hope. Thank it's you. It's been fun. Thank yeah. you. Thanks a lot. Okay, and thanks for joining us on this edition of American RVer and Friends Across America. We'll see you next time. For the best RV sales and service center in the southeast, call Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida at 866-888-8941 or go to www.alliancecoach.com.